0: Today on the No City on the Sideline Dad podcast, episode 123, 123, I have a question. Do you think what we're using on a daily basis could be harmful to us? Something that we use every day, we come in contact and don't think twice about using, especially in today's society. In this episode of the No City on the Sideline Dad, I'm going to talk with R. Blank, the CEO of Shield Your Body. He's going to explain how EMF or electronic magnetic frequencies for my cell phones i mean i got one we all have one nowadays it's kind of common microwave (laughs) the microwave today is not the same as microwave in the past but we'll explain that a little bit later and wireless speakers and and more impacting our health well even us realizing it like i said stuff we use every day we explore that next with our blank on the podcast let's do this
1: Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley.
0: Hey, my name is Joe Foley. I want to thank you for being here. Hey, if you're a crazy bit adult like me or a parent, <laughs> thank you for taking time and listen. If this is the first time, welcome, welcome to the podcast. This podcast is about a journey of trying to figure everything else out, <laughs> journey of discovery. I mean, being a dad, parent, stuff like that. I really appreciate you being here. Hey, I, I have a second. If you have a second, uh, um, you want to find out, I have a YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, it's No Sitting on the Sideline Dad YouTube channel. There are some in- interesting interviews that are not posted in the podcast feed, some video interviews and stuff like that. If you like these interviews here, I know you definitely like and enjoy those interviews, too. It's video, long form, but just as informative as these podcast interviews themselves. Next up, I'm gonna be talking with R. Blank, CEO of Shield Your Body, on something that helps people become aware of one of the most important topics that people don't think twice about: EMF radiation exposure. EMF is electronic. Magnetic frequencies, something that we experience every day and pose risks to our mental and physical well being. It's interesting too because we don't think twice about it. We have earbuds, Bluetooth, microwaves, we all have a cell phone. This is an interesting topic. I, I found it fascinating because we really don't know what the long term effects are because we enjoy the convenience of today, but we don't understand the long term effects. That's why I kind of wanted to have our blank on today um, um he's going to walk through and he'll talk some of the science behind emf and, and do tell us what somehow tips to protect ourselves from every day in everyday life because it's this is a very interesting topic our blank she has some great information so let's jump right in welcome to the podcast our blank thank you so much joe it's so wonderful to be here one thing i, I was kind of curious about and I, i'm not what, what is EMF? I'm kind of curious
1: about that. Sure. So EMF, it stands for electromagnetic field. And it's a form of energy that's made up from electricity and magnetism, like the name suggests. <laughs> and and um, in, in terms of our daily lives, the, the, the sun is actually visible light is a form of EMF. It's a form of EMF we all know all the time. It's the form of EMF that's been around for all of human evolution. Uh, is visible light. Now there's forms of EMF with a lot more energy than visible light. Those are things like x-rays and gamma rays. And those are, they have so much energy that everyone knows those are super harmful, even in tiny, tiny doses. So that's why when you get a dental x-ray, they cover you in lead and the technician hoofs it out of the room (laughs) because you want as little of that stuff as possible. Now there's other forms of EMF with less energy than visible light. And those are called things like radio waves and microwaves. And it was long thought that because they had less energy that they were safe, they were benign, they didn't impact our health. But science in recent decades has shown that that assumption is incorrect. These forms of EMF come from all modern technology. So anything that runs on power, so that includes obviously power lines, but it includes your refrigerator, your light bulbs, Anything that runs on power is a source of this type of EMF, and anything that communicates wirelessly is also a source. So that includes cell phones and Wi-Fi. It also includes older technology like radio and television.
0: What's interesting too is um, how did you get involved in this? Because it's it's an interesting. I didn't realize how I'm looking up and kind of prepare for this interview. I didn't realize how much it
1: I use in our daily life. How did you get involved in this? Sure. So uh, well, as you mentioned in the intro, my father uh, was Dr. Martin Blank. And he was one of the world's leading EMF scientists. He got into this field back in the 1980s. And um, back in around 2012, he was uh, commissioned or contracted to write a book uh, about the health effects of EMF radiation. And uh, But this book, unlike everything he had written in his entire career, (laughs) this book was for normal human beings to read. And so he asked... uh, he asked me for some help uh, because I had some experience writing. I'd done a lot of teaching. I, I, I was on the faculty of University of Southern California. Um, and so I, I hopped in and, and, and wrote the book with him. Now, obviously, I was aware of his work my whole life, mm-hmm. but I didn't really get deep into it until until the experience of writing overpowered with him. And it really boils down, the, the reason I decided to, uh, because I'd been in software previously, the reason I decided to... Give up software and go and do SYB boils down to a few key factors. One is that the science that shows that this stuff is harmful to human health it is very very strong. You know when you hear it covered in the media sometimes you'll hear oh there's a debate our cell phones harmful is Wi-Fi harm and there's really no the, the debate about whether this stuff has a negative impact on human health. The science is really strong, but Um, the stuff that emits this stuff, it's the basis of modern society. It is literally the entire basis of modern society. So you can't get rid of it. Right. So this stuff, the science is strong that it's harmful, but you can't get rid of it. It's not like cigarette smoking where you could get rid of it and society keeps functioning to get rid of this stuff. You'd have to go back to life in the 1850s before light bulbs, before, Refrigerators, much less before cell phones and Wi-Fi. So I realized there had to be safer ways uh, to use this technology, and that's that's how I got into this. Well,
0: it's interesting to health effects too. I mean, I just recently had myself an MRI, and that's one big magnet. So that must yeah. it must generate a lot of EMF um, radiation.
1: Yes, it does, and uh, less than less than an X-ray, to my understanding, but um, and and at and lower frequencies. But look, I mean some. Ex- some exposure, I mean, I get x-rays too. I get them as uh, infrequently as possible, um, but I get them because, you know, it's important to keep your teeth healthy. It, the, the goal isn't to get, ri- well, as I was indicating earlier, just, just a minute ago, the goal isn't to get rid of this stuff, because if we were to get rid of this stuff, you know, it means going back to a life that none of us want to go back to, almost none of us want to go back to. So, the, you know, if you need an MRI, get an MRI, but also keep in mind that this stuff does have these, each additional exposure that you get does impact your overall health risk. And so you want to be conservative with how you approach these things. It needs to be a factor in your decision-making.
0: Well, it's interesting the technology and the vans of technology. I remember we brought this, um, we're old enough to realize, this, but back, I remember the microwave the microwave oven. I remember the first one came out that would like drain the neighborhood power supply <laughs> <laughs> and, turn the thing on. and, um, don't stand in front of the microwave. Don't stand in front of the microwave. And yeah. now in every lunchroom, I know myself in three minutes, and three minutes seems the longest time in the world, but three minutes in real life doesn't go, go by like that. But sit in front of the microwave takes forever. But I didn't realize the danger of sitting in front of the microwave or like my cell phone too. I mean, I was, like I said, preparing for this interview. I almost, I put my cell phone across the room after I, after I looked at some of the stuff.
1: Yeah, well, you just got to one of the one of the two key things that you can do to reduce your exposure and improve your health risk. And you gave two examples with the microwave and the cell phone. And the answer is is distance. And that's because the power of EMF radiation diminishes exponentially with distance. It gets a lot weaker very quickly as you increase the distance. So the further you stand away from the microwave, hopefully, maybe you can even make it into the next room while it's on, um, the, the less your exposure is going to be from that microwave oven. Carrying your phone in your pocket is actually one of the strongest uh, exposures that a lot of people have because these cell phones, they're actually quite powerful. Uh, They're they're designed to send signals miles, right? So they're emitting uh, power levels that, that are strong enough to communicate for miles. And when you're holding it in your pocket, you're getting the full dose of this stuff. And people tend to keep it in their pocket. They don't just have it in their pocket for a minute, they have it in there for hours every single day. So not carrying your phone in your pocket is one of the best changes that people can make in terms of reducing their exposure to this stuff.
0: Well, interesting too. Keep it in your pocket. Can it can it heat up in your pocket from the, the um signals from the EMF? Like like you're really warm.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> so that's getting a little more into the engineering side. The fact is, yes, I mean, we've all felt our phones heat up. They're not supposed to. The regulations that exist uh are such that they're supposed to prevent your phone from getting hot enough to actually heat your tissue. But we've all been on calls where you start feeling your ears like, wow, that is that is a warm ear. That is a sign of damage and it, it's a really bad sign. But the, the answer to your question is it shouldn't happen, but yes, it does.
0: What are some of the negative side effects in your health from EMF radiations?
1: So yeah, that's, so the science on this, like I said, it's it's strong. There's thousands and thousands of studies What it shows is that exposure to EMF radiation can impact almost every system in our bodies. And there's a few reasons for that, which, you know, some of which we can go into if you'd like. But the upshot is you see, you know, at the low, maybe what we call the lower end of severity, you have uh, increased anxiety, increased depression, uh, increased disruption to sleep, You move up the scale, and then you can get into... Uh, more serious conditions like like infertility and subfertility, damage to sperm, go up the scale even further, then you can have birth defects, miscarriage, multiple types of of tumors and and so you you, you really see that uh, the effects of EMF radiation can manifest in multiple different biological systems in multiple different ways
0: it was interesting too um, I was watching a video about. EMF radiation and changing the DNA. Is that possible?
1: Yes. So this, and and this was shown first in, uh, well, it may, may have been done earlier than this, but the most famous early work on this was done in the nineties by doctors lie and Singh, And they showed that exposure to at the time it was a cordless phone because it was the nineties. So they were studying a cordless phone, but it's equivalent to a cell phone, even short, duration exposures to self- up, sorry cordless phone radiation led to these things called strand breaks. And what is stra- you know DNA is made up of strands. And if the strand breaks, you've broken the DNA. Um, when one you know it's DNA is made up of two strands. When one strand breaks, there should be enough information on the other strand to repair it. But that's when there's one strand break. If you have both strands break called a double strand break, Then that cell uh, enters a process called apoptosis. It dies because when both strands are broken, there's not information there to repair it. What Lai and Singh found is that exposure to cordless phone radiation led to increases in both single strand and double strand breaks in the cells. They also found that that process of damage continued for hours after the exposure. Yes. So, so the answer to your question is yes. It is shown, uh, and and that that study is is both peer reviewed and replicated. Uh, it is shown that that this type of radiation uh, can harm uh, DNA and kill your cells.
0: Well, also too, it can it cause cancer and stuff like that?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, the, that's a short answer question. Yes, it can. In fact, I mean, there, there's a lot of science into this. But one thing that, that some people might find interesting is it's now actually legal precedent in Italy that cell phones cause brain tumors. Oh. Uh, and that, that precedent was upheld twice by, by appellate uh, judge panels. Um, and that, 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 that was involving a disability claim from a mobile phone company worker. And it is now legal precedent in Italy that cell phones cause brain tumors. What I was
0: reading something, too, is um, earbuds. I have a pair of earbuds. Sometimes I use the talk on the phone instead of holding the phone to my head but I didn't realize the radiation coming from the earbuds too.
1: Yes. So that's Bluetooth, which is very similar, but obviously in some ways different from cell phone radiation, cell phone radiation, Wi-Fi radiation. It's very similar frequencies. So very similar energy levels. Uh, The the different, there are a couple of differences with Bluetooth. One is it it tends to uh, Bluetooth devices tend to be lower powered than cell phone or Wi-Fi, right? Cell phones need to be able to communicate miles, Wi-Fi needs to be able to communicate hundreds of feet, Bluetooth, depending on which type you have, but, you know, 10, 20, 30 feet. So because it's a much narrower um, range product, it has less power. Uh, uh, Conversely, people tend to wear these things for extended duration. So the power level is less, but the exposure duration is longer. And when you're talking about things like AirPods, it's right in your ears, which is as hopefully most of your listeners know, really close to your brain. And not only that, it's actually at a part of your head that has no skull to provide natural shielding, right? There's a straight shot from your ear canal to your brain, but also to your auditory and visual nerves. And so this stuff, it's also a good example of how tech companies release this stuff without any long-term Testing. So I can't sit here and tell you what using AirPods for 10 years is going to do to you because they haven't existed for 10 years. Those studies haven't happened. They will happen. Uh, and in, in 10 or 15 or 20 years, I will be able to answer that for you. But we don't know that yet. We do know what exposure, equivalent exposures to equivalent technologies like cell phones, uh, what the science is telling us now. Um, but that is how they release these products. They release it before the testing. We are the t- test. We are the guinea pigs.
0: And that's interesting, too. Um, and guinea pigs about that, too. It's something like the new cell phones coming out, the 5G system. I mean, it's a real controversy about 5G. I wonder if you can... um, un- can I, I want to understand it. Can you know if you like me more about why it's
1: such a controversy? Sure. Well, so it's a pretty big leap in technology. Um, there, there's there's a, several aspects to it. We don't need to get into all of them. One is... Uh, the frequency, I keep saying the word frequency, uh, I, it's interchangeable with energy. Um, the frequency is, I mean, people, you know, I, I don't know if kids these days still know it, but people our age, right? The radio, when you turn into 89.9, that's megahertz, mm-hmm. or that megahertz is is a unit of energy. It's a unit of frequency. That was the frequency that the that radio station communicated on. Similarly, cell phones are allowed to communicate over certain frequencies. Wi-Fi networks are allowed to communicate over certain frequencies. What 5G does, uh, not quite yet, but what it is legally allowed to do and what it will do when the infrastructure fully rolls out is it will communicate over much, much greater frequencies. So whereas current cell phones don't really go, generally they don't go over um, uh, 6 gigahertz, Mm -hmm. 5G technology will be allowed to go up to 300 gigahertz. Wow. And so that's a lot more energy. This stuff has never before been used in consumer applications, these, these energy levels. And so just like I was saying with Bluetooth, because of that, there is no testing. There is no testing into long-term human health from what exposure to these frequencies will do. Um, so that alone is is concerning. But beyond that, and this is something I try to say and reinforce when I talk about 5G. five G. People think of 5G as a cell phone technology, like you just did in your question. You said you're thinking of getting a 5G cell phone. And it is, right? It is the next generation of cell network. But 5G was engineered from the ground up to support an order of magnitude growth in the number of devices. So 5G isn't just for cell phones. 5G is for smart cars and smart homes and smart meters and all of these devices that need to communicate wirelessly as, as our homes convert to become more and more you know digital, uh, wireless. And so what that means is regardless of 5G technology, it's paving the way for more and more and more of the objects in our lives to become sources of EMF which means an order of magnet, probably multiple order of magnitude growth in our personal exposures. Because once, once the, your, your fridge goes smart and your thermostat goes smart and your speaker is smart and your TV is smart, right? All of these are new exposures that we, you weren't exposed to before. So what 5G is paving the way for is for massive growth in the number of devices that become sources of new exposures of this type of radiation in our lives.
0: It's interesting too how much we sacrifice for convenience. That's what we want. We want all this new technology, smart car, smart refrigerator, smart everything in the house. And, but we sacrifice our health. It sounds like we sacrifice our health for the convenience.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it, it, the, the, the real problem is, is, is uh, I mean, in my opinion, uh, it's not that people are willing to sacrifice health for convenience, it's that they don't realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And at least give people the information that this stuff is bioactive, this stuff is harmful. So if you really want this new smart device, if it really adds enough value to your life to justify the cost to your health, well, at least make that decision on an informed basis. But don't just go out and buy that new smart fridge because it looks cool or because your neighbor has it or because it runs Netflix or whatever uh, stupid reason there is to buy a smart fridge. (laughs) I really can't think of one. But Um, and it's, you know, the the big appliances get a lot of attention, but there's a lot of these things out there. There's smart kitty litter boxes, there's smart (laughs) hair brushes. There is literally a smart tampon that is on the market. Right. And so you don't need, I am a big advocate for appreciating the value that technology brings to our lives. It is, it is, it's huge. I, I was in uh software development for 20 years. I grew up You know, at the start of the tech revolution, and I saw everything that was, I I went from not having internet to having internet and what a difference that made. But you don't just need to go out and buy the new smart thing because it's available. You really need to think mindfully about whether this thing actually adds value.
0: Well, one thing too is um, EMF safety for children, because it's important. I mean, as an adult too, I mean, as a parent too, but what kind of tips you can give for safety for children?
1: Sure. Well, the tips for safety um, for children uh, are very similar to adults. So it comes down, I I understand it might be harder if you're a parent trying to take care of a child uh, to to implement these, Um, but everything comes down to two rules. So we already mentioned one, which is maximizing distance. Whenever there is EMF tech in use, you want to create as much distance between the body and that tech as possible. So we mentioned not carrying your phone in your pocket. That's one example. Not not holding your phone up on your head is another example. You should always use speakerphone or headsets. Not using laptops or tablets in your lap is another example. Keeping the Wi-Fi router as far away from where you and your children spend time as possible. That's another example. There's all these different ways to create that distance. So that's maximizing distance. The other is minimizing use. So I already mentioned some like maybe not buying that smart tampon uh, or you know the smart fridge right the less of this stuff in your life the less exposure there is but even if you get that tech there's ways of minimizing use so if your your kid is playing a game on their iPad does that game need wireless connectivity if not put the iPad into airplane mode and they can still enjoy the game or listen to this podcast that, uh, that they've downloaded and, and want to learn from, or, you know, whatever offline activity that they have, if they're engaging in an offline activity, put it into airplane mode. And then you've really slashed. Yeah. Another is putting your tech into airplane mode when you go to sleep, when you're not even using it. Right. So there are all these ways to do those two key rules, right. Maximizing distance minimizing use without, you know, sometimes I feel the need to be really clear, like I am not a Luddite. And there are lots of ways that you can engage with tech more safely without even barely impacting your enjoyment of this tech. It just takes a more mindful approach to how we use it, how we behave with it. And and, and those are everything that comes down to maximizing distance and minimizing use.
0: Well, also, too, I'm kind of interested in you have a podcast, a healthier tech podcast. Can you tell me a little about that? Sure.
1: Thanks. Thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, um, we're, we're just now in season one. So it's pretty exciting. Um, the ideas, uh, so through Shield Your Body, you know, I spend a lot of time talking about EMF radiation, EMF safety, um, and it's all a way of talking about engaging with technology in a more healthy way. Um, but it really is all focused on EMF radiation. I wanted a forum where I could have discussions that talked more broadly about ways of engaging with tech in a more healthy way. So uh, in our first interview, um, we we, uh, interviewed uh, the UK's leading addiction hypnotherapist talking about technology addiction, which is a huge and growing problem, uh, especially, but not exclusively among children. Uh, in, In the most recent episode that just came out, uh, I, I interview a building biologist, and that is a, a discipline a lot of people aren't aware of um, t- that is all focused on ways that we can make our homes a healthier space and, and literally to boost our health um, by doing things as simple as not putting carpeting in the bedroom. And, and we get into detail on that. So the, the podcast is all about ways to engage, uh, engage in a healthier lifestyle uh, with our interaction with modern technology. Well,
0: it's funny thing you say that. About the first episode was the interview with that psychologist about technology addiction, and um, I find myself, and I don't know why, but TikTok videos, thirty second videos, <laughs> I, 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 I can I can start scrolling, and next thing you know, fifteen minutes has gone by, and I'm like, what happened? So yeah. I-
1: <laughs> yeah. So we talk about the mechanisms that are involved in. I mean, that was designed. They they designed that experience. To get you to do that, and they did it. Yep, and they succeeded because they're very good at it. They hire people just like him to come in house and actually design these experiences this way.
0: Very interesting. I'm going to check the podcast out and make sure the link of the podcast will be in the episode. We're well, wrapping up. Final thoughts. Anyone you want to leave about EMS safety for children or even parents too, and anything we might want to leave with?
1: Sure. Well, I I said it before, but I I say it again. Uh, because it's the most important message I have to share. Um, The science on this is really strong. Don't be fooled by, uh, by fake debates in the media. If you don't believe me, go do the research. The science on this stuff is really strong. It is harmful, and it is also easy to take control over your exposures and your kids' exposures and thus reduce their health risks and improve their health outlooks. And it all comes down to those two key rules, minimize use, and maximize distance there are literally endless ways to implement those two rules in your life and you will find ways of doing it again that will not negatively impact your enjoyment of technology i guarantee it also where they if they want to connect to
0: you or we'll reach out and find more about you or any questions about emf
1: sure thank you yeah um my website is shield that's shield your body all one word and uh, we have tons of free information up there: uh, articles, eBooks, videos, webinars, now a podcast. There is a ton of information up there about the science of EMF and health, and of course ways that you can live healthier um, in, in, alongside modern technology.
0: Well, thank you, R Blank. Everything links will be in the show notes for this episode. I really do appreciate your time, sir. Thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Th-
1: thank you, Joe. I really had a good time. Thank you so much for allowing me on.
0: Thank you. Wrapping up this episode, I want to thank Arblang Blank for being a guest on the podcast. You can find more about him over at shieldyourbody.com. You can find all links to the show notes for this episode at com slash 123. Hey, please reach out and comment or any questions you have about this episode, because it's kind of an interesting episode. It be, might even be a little controversial, <laughs> but leave a comment in the show notes. I'll let really you hear what you have to say about it. You can find all my contact information at no City on the Sideline dot com slash contact hey final thoughts i didn't give a final end of the year kind of podcast interview or podcast show or anything like that but it's the beginning of the new year i think that's probably a good way to end this episode i want to thank you for listening to this podcast the year on the years you've been listening you made this far means you actually really like the show and i appreciate you i look forward to sharing some more of these interviews i have not released yet which i will get to them i just been a little behind and stuff like that. But I want to pre- let you know I appreciate you. Until next time, take care. Give your kids a hug. You know what? You know the start of the new year? Call somebody. This pandemic and stuff like that, call somebody. You know, it's not like um, once a week, call somebody and be talking in a while and see how they're doing. This is important. Because sometimes people are alone, especially being disconnected with everything going on. They're alone. Until next time, take your kids a hug. I really appreciate you. God bless. Take care.